Hey y'all, this is Ovi, and you're tuned in to Yeah, But Are You Listening? A space created for us to laugh and cry, share blueprints, and grow through transparency. We'll talk about the things that make us nervous and the things that get us hyped, but most of all, we'll be authentic. Let's get to it. Hey y'all. It's hard to believe we are already at the end of the first month of 2021. It seems like just yesterday we were ringing in the new year um, and being glad to kind of kick 2020 out of the way. Um, And here we are about to move into February. That is just absolutely insane to me. Um, But just as we are finishing up January, we are also... um, rounding into episode seven of Yeah, But Are You Listening?, which is also super crazy to me. It is hard to believe. I have already been on this journey for almost two full months. Um, That just blows my mind, partially because I don't really think about it in those um, uncertain terms. But when I do, uh, it's just hard to believe I've been on this roller coaster for that long already. Anyway, here we are, episode seven. It is the episode that I have been talking about for probably the last two or three weeks because I intended to drop this um, a few weeks ago and then some other things came up that I felt like were more important, so I posted those first. But this episode is titled Keys to the City with my homie Uruak Afia, who was born in Lagos, Nigeria. He came to the United States at 10 and then went to the illustrious North Carolina Central University, Eagle Pride. Um, And then once he graduated from there, he, you know, kicked off into corporate America. But now he is a real estate agent. Um, He, you know, decided that he um, wanted to do something different and has now birthed his real passion in real estate. So this interview is a little long. I do want to acknowledge the fact that I said that I would do them in 45 minute increments, but Um, I do want to post this one as one entire interview because I'm actually trying to see something. So hopefully you guys will hang on for the whole thing at once. If not, you know, it's kind of just out there. So you'll be able to come back and listen when you have time. Um, But I do want to acknowledge what I told you in the beginning and not that I just tossed it out the window. Um, But I posted the first interview in two segments and you guys have listened to both. So I'm going to try posting this in one and see if, uh, if this format works out a little better. But anyway... It's part of the journey. We're going to see what works. Enjoy. All right. So I have already read your bio. So what is there that isn't in your bio that you want people to know? Um, <clears throat> that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, I just think that, you know, I want people to know that um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm humble. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a joy when, you know, someone talks to you about goals as far as, like, getting a house because that's a big thing. So just be able to navigate them through that, you know, whether, you know, it it, 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 ha- it comes to fruition or not, you know, just be able to have someone excited about the process. It's definitely a dope thing, you know, in reality when you think about it. 
Um, so I, I guess that's something that I want to start off, I'll start off by saying. So tell me this. Um, pronounce your whole name. Uduak Monday Afia. That okay. is my full name. Are you named after somebody? My, my, well, my dad, my dad's first name is Monday. So we, all of our middle names took my dad's first name. So we, really? are all, we are all Mondays. Yep. How difficult was that for people to, well, wait, how long have you been? So were you born in Nigeria or? I was, <coughs> I was born in Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria. Me and it was funny story. So was born in Nigeria. My dad first came to the United States. And, you know, like, you know, to be honest, he came to the United States. It's like he, he, could, you know, he didn't have any more quote-unquote baggage. So he could have just left us to say, you know, I'm done. Right. I'm just enjoy life. But, you know, um, he decided, you know, he worked hard. Um, brought my mom here. And then he brought my little brother here. And it was funny because it was me and Ruben left. And we thought, like, this nigga ain't coming back. <laughs> we just stuck like, out here. We, we, we just going to be in Nigeria. But eventually, you know, he, he brought me and my brother. And all that stuff cost money. And when he came down here, he, not, he wasn't a lawyer. You know, he just worked at hotels or did a little odd job. So, you know, it's just a, a testament of, you know, someone that generally loves his family. And then he know. came back for y'all because y'all back. are here, so... Yeah, so he, he and like I said, it definitely wasn't a, a, a cheap or inexpensive thing. It was something that hard work, hard labor, you yeah. know, to bring everybody here. And he couldn't afford it all at one time, so he brought us here individually, and then you know helped us get you know citizenship. So I definitely commend him for that. Even though you know that sometimes you say that's that's giving, but uh, to be honest, he. He could have decided to just live a whole new life. And just <laughs> <laughs> he could have. So <laughs> when, when did you come? How old were you? I was 10. I could, I, we got here in 1990. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, uh, with a name like Ovieta, that's not from Nigeria, right? So I understand. So how difficult was it being it, here and having people try to pronounce your name? Listen, Even though it, it was, looks exactly like it sounds. I mean, it sounds exactly like it looks. It was horrible. Let <laughs> me tell you. Like, being picked on as a child was, like, a normal yep. thing. You know, African Buddhist scratcher. Um, <laughs> n- nameless of things. And then, you know, children, kids are mean. Kids are mean. Like, you know, they, they <laughs> cliquish, you know. So, it's like, right now, it's crazy because being, you know, Nigerian and African is cool. You got soca music. You got all the... <laughs> Right. We, didn't, we didn't have that. Nah, we didn't have that. Just, we, was, we was just the African kids. Right, we, we was outcasts. We was, <laughs> man, we, I, it was every day. It was just, you know, people didn't want to hang out with us. So people picked on us. And, you know, you, you, you're used to that. So even at my age now, you know, I was harking back to that. And that, that, you know, that's just something that just helped me feel, you know, have a tougher skin. But, yeah, my childhood was not fun at all. And then, my, <laughs> you know, my, my, my dad was Nigerian, you know, and they, they was f- fully delved in that culture, so they wasn't helpful. You know, they couldn't right. really articulate how, you know, us as kids, how we, you know, maneuver through being right. picked on. We just figure out how to deal we with didn't, it. We didn't have friends that, that <laughs> that's like your, they, that fourth force, like, you're ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where did y'all, so did y'all grow up in Durham? 
We go up and down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So then you're here, and you go to you finish high school here, uh-huh. and then you go to Central. Yes. No, I finished high school here, and then I worked at um, I did odd jobs. I had like maybe ten jobs in a year. I did. <laughs> okay. I was just working Resume odd is jobs. Just trash. Yeah, just... yeah. I'm telling you, man. I sold I sold flowers on the street. Okay. Um, I did construction, but. I think the first day I did construction, they had me working like high at the top of. Just to make a long story short, I I, I quit my first day. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not built. For, I'm not built for construction. Like all oh, that working high on the plank. And but just, I thought like, I thought the stereotype was that like Africans, Jamaicans, like they work. They work a million jobs. What do you mean you're not built for that life? I'm not built to 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 working. You know, cold weather and put my life on the line. That's 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 <laughs> not something I want to do. And I, okay. I, I commend people that do that, but I did that. I was working at JCPenney. I was working at JCPenney, and then um, it was, I just, lady, I forgot her name, but she was, like, old, like, a, a, at least early 70s. I was going to say, be, be careful what you call I know, old. right? Okay. Early <laughs> um, 70s I said that very qualify. respectfully. I, right? I saw that. Early but, 70s might qualify. <laughs> but the, the manager, he was, I want to say, like, 40s, whatever. Okay. And he was just talking... All kinds of way to her, like, you know, so and so. You gotta make sure you fold the clothes right, whatever. And I just had an epiphany right then that I wasn't built for that. JC like, Penny wasn't either. I, like I just, <laughs> I just can't have this. You know, someone tell me how to fold. It, it, it just didn't sit well with me. So I just felt like, you know what? There's more to life than this. So I decided, <laughs> like, hey, let me, let me buckle down. Let so me in a year, for. it's not flowers on the street. Nope. It's. Not construction. And I sold, I sold vacuum cleaners, so I did that. And it's not yeah. selling vacuum cleaners. Yes. And it's not folding clothes. Yeah, yes. All, all that. I, I figured that out in a year that now I wasn't built okay. for none of those. Then we went to Central? Yeah, <laughs> Is that when we decided believe, that we yes, should probably just go yes. to college? It, it, okay. It's time to make that move, yes. Okay. So we go to college and we go to school for what? Go to school. So, you know, young ESPN was, you know, watching sports. So I wanted to do... Um, uh, I wanted to do something related to sports, okay. so I did exercise science, and okay. I okay. honestly don't know why I picked that. Name. <laughs> I just Oops. felt like it was. It sounded jazzy. It, it, it was like cool what? because you you know you're find athletes and you can you know even though I wasn't the athlete itself, I could be on you know. <laughs> so that's something that and then that was I honestly said that was the biggest. I don't want to say regret, mistake, however you want to word it. I that was the because I was very hard headed, so I refused to change majors, and this major wasn't easy. I mean, I had to take physics one and two. I had to take kinesiology. <laughs> I had to take anatomy. That wasn't for you either. Oh no, it was not for me. I mean, just <laughs> flunking classes and taking classes and flunking classes. Okay. So, but I decided like I just did not. I, one thing about me, I'm just not going to quit. I'm not the quitter. Okay. So I just kept. I just kept doing it and kept doing it. Until I graduated, and I look at all my peers that did business, and it just seemed like they got more out of it. Even though they didn't use their business degree, like it 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 was it just seemed more of like a a brotherhood, a sisterhood of people. So that you got the degree. In I got the degree in exercise. Exercise science. science. Okay. That we didn't even want. We yeah. just. So. Okay. The last last week of classes, you know, I basically told my dean was like, um, so either you gonna come back or this really you know you're not gonna do nothing with it <laughs> so 
me being hard-headed, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do... The only thing that you can do with exercise to take it to another level is do physical therapy. Right. So my grades wasn't up there to necessarily right. get <laughs> right. in the PT school. failing all these classes. I, true. Right, okay. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do PTA. So once again, it was just a thing that I'm like, I'm going to do PTA, I'm going to do physical therapy assistant, and then I'm going to try and, you know, try to get into physical therapy after that. And I just, you know, I didn't have the, I didn't have the wherewithal, <laughs> the love, the whatever, to keep taking this anatomy and physics. Because, you know, I had to, I passed anatomy and physics, but I had to re- retake it to try to get, like, A's. Right. And B's yeah, so I can apply for, yeah, so I could apply for a physical therapy assistant program or, the, you know, physical therapy, whatever. And it just, just wasn't working out for me. Okay. So eventually, I, you know, I just had to figure that, you know what? This whole exercise science <laughs> physical therapy thing. It's not for you. It ain't for me. Is it one more thing on the list? It's, it's not, not for it's you. It's not for me, but okay. you know, it's cool. Okay. So then we, then what? Because <laughs> now we sell real estate. So how do we get from there <laughs> to, well, let's see. Let me think about um, the first time that I remember meeting you, mm-hmm. like officially meeting you, was in the party that night. And you and Ruben had on these you looked very you looked very nice mm-hmm. but you looked hot and you had on these like suit uh, coats that was like velour <laughs> and you I complimented I spoke to Ruben I think I complimented you and you were gonna buy us a drink yes and I was like you should get some water because I, no more alcohol because you're gonna sweat and melt and die in this party it was cold outside but, though but it was not cold inside there's it was, a it was thing. cold outside. Yeah, yeah, though. yeah. But we weren't outside. So there's a the thing. I don't I mean, think... I, there wasn't a coat check. It wasn't... I don't know if it wasn't... <laughs> I feel like the suit coat was part of the outfit is what I think. But I feel like I equate that to like women in shoes. Like they are uh-huh. completely uncomfortable, but it goes with the look. It's the look. You got to just complete the look. It doesn't matter if yeah, they hurt funny. or not. So that is the first interaction that I remember. Uh-huh. And then I felt like after that, I saw you all the time at like games and stuff uh-huh. like that. And then of course I worked with your brother and worked with Ramad. And so, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, so from there until now where we sell real estate, mm-hmm. um, you, you obviously had some other things that you realized weren't for you. I did. Well, okay. I, I wouldn't say that. So when I, um, doing, I think my junior, senior year, in at Central, a friend of mine was working um, for the airlines. Mm-hmm. So she put me onto the airline, and <clears throat> I started that job at the airline. And you know the the what it came with is like you get to travel. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it was something that you know I, I it was cool. You know you work for the airline. You know you quote unquote corporate American or whatever. But over time, I I didn't, you know, it was it, it just it was a job. It wasn't something that I I loved. And then over time, I just didn't, you know, I didn't I didn't I didn't want to grow. I just wanted to make my money and and travel and because travel. I forgot you used to just go. Yeah, and you were the first. You might be one of the first men that I've known personally that I would see pictures and you just somewhere. It's just you out there with the locals and you like, I'm out here cuz. And I'm like, yo, did you go by yourself? And you like, yep. Like a local took this picture. You know, because usually 
when people travel and they're the only ones in the picture. Somebody that they went with uh-huh. took the picture, but they just can't be in the picture. So I was like, uh-huh. whack out there with somebody uh-huh. out here with his little thing or whatever. <laughs> she can't be in the picture, but she definitely traveled with him. And you was like, nah, I just, I just nah. got on the plane and was like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first time I went, oh, I tried by myself. I went to, I'm in Curacao. And mm-hmm. I did it out of spite, per se, because the person I was supposed to go with, she didn't, um, she couldn't go. And then I'm like, I'm going to go by myself. And she didn't believe me. I'm like, no, whatever, man. I'm going, man. I'm going to show travel. you. I'm going to show I'm going to travel by myself. <laughs> I so, need you. Be my I, picture taker. I know, right? All that. So I got, I, I, I got on the flight. I got a carousel. And... My first night, I'm like, Yo, what am I doing? Like, I'm, 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 this I'm out here by myself. Country by myself. Like, I, I'm, I'm only one built for this. So, I called her that day, Curacao. And, you know, I'm trying to be slick, you know, but I wasn't trying to sound like I was, you know, concerned. Nervous. Like, yeah, like, you know what's going on? How you doing? Yada, yada, yada. You know, and she felt some type of way I went by myself, right. but still. Because how you leave me? Like, what is that? Hey, I'm, I can't wait on your time. Like, you know, it's, it's whatever. So, um, that first night, it just, it just, you know, I was like, I don't know, you know, because you out, you don't, you, you literally don't know nobody. It's not, you're not going to run somebody, you <laughs> and know, you can't even in a whole nobody country. and be like, yo, yeah. you meet me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, the second night, I just started to explore the island. It's like, this is a beautiful island. Like, just breathtaking, and believe it or not, like the 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 dope, the great thing about traveling by yourself is you are on your own time. Right. Whatever excursion you want to do, because some people don't like waking up in the morning. Right. Me, I'm an excursion person, so when I go somewhere, I want to do my excursions in the morning. Yes, yeah, so you can have the rest of your day. And then have the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Some people just will wait. To, like by the time you wake up at three o'clock, all the excursions are done. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So, and then also that like. There are a lot of people that try by themselves, and then I met I met a very cool couple out there that we're still even still cool to this day, mm-hmm. and they stay in New York, or whatever. So it's just like the idea of like you try by yourself and you're gonna be so lonely and so bored. It's that's really not the case. Like you, it's I not had safe. So much fun. It's not safe. You could get mugged walking down the street and down. Yes, but then I could call somebody to help me. Yeah, I cannot but do they, that if, if they, I'm somewhere else. If they shoot you per se, knock on wood, you know what I'm saying? If they shoot, well, how this, you go from mugging to shooting? Okay, like we I, was talking I, about getting mugged. What I'm trying mugged. to make is anything can happen anywhere. Yes. That's, that, that, I, I, I want to get people to get out of that mindset, that mind frame, thinking that, it, it, like, for example, when I'm in the Fiji, mm-hmm. you can't have guns in Fiji. Okay. Like what? What's someone gonna do? Run up and punch you? That's, Maybe. that's that's the most that they can do. But all I'm saying is, you have you have to understand that anything can happen anywhere, and you you just gotta get out. You gotta get out your own way. And the world is beautiful. The like, world enjoy, is beautiful, but it's dangerous. But don't wait on nobody's time. Like anywhere could be dangerous. Okay. Anywhere could be dangerous. I, okay, I get it. So, yeah. so you didn't? Have you traveled in the pandemic? Have you been anywhere? I have not traveled in the pandemic, um, but. I plan on taking my first... Well, I plan on taking a couple of trips, uh, definitely 2021. I think I want to go back to Carousel, um, the first, my first trip. You're going to take, take old girl? I am going by myself. <laughs> okay, so she's not going. How often do you go? Do you go home to Nigeria? I haven't been. Um, <clears throat> the thing with Nigeria is 
No, to be honest, just not the safest. The way I travel, I'm not necessarily. Oh, now you want to talk about safety? No, but when I say safety, <laughs> I don't. I don't travel like 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 a tourist. I travel like I'm. You know, when I when I traveled, for example, when I was in Colombia, I didn't know nobody in Colombia. I ain't talk about Colombia cycle line either. But <laughs> right. Right. I, I got it. I was just in the city. I'm walking up and down the city. I could have got mugged at any time, but the way that I maneuver around the country, it's just. I, I intentionally want to be around the people. Right. Nigeria. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be around those people? Listen, like, what's man, happening? I'm not trying to get got right now. You know, but I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative, but it's, it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a tourist, so I'm not, well, not going to travel. You have to be cognizant about where you're going and what the dangers are there. And, you know, I mean, I, I will say as somebody that has not like gone and just been out among the people mm-hmm. often, there's a definitely a different experience between like a cruise ship or even going and staying on a resort or going and staying, you know, in somewhere that's not one of those things. A um, lot less Americanized in terms of, you know, what the experiences you get. Even the food, you know, the food is specific to whatever region you're in, but still different than if you go away from that and eat somewhere else. Speaking about food, like, listen... Um, pineapples in Hawaii <laughs> is so different than pineapples in the United States. Okay. Orange juice in Costa Rica is so different. Like it's just the you could you could taste the freshness. You, you know all that stuff that's spoiled. Yeah, because they don't here. put all that stuff the, in the food I'm there. I'm telling you, man, it's so different. Like you'd be like, hold up, is this this ain't orange juice, man? <laughs> you know. At the beginning of the well, maybe not the beginning. Maybe like three months into the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, I was researching something, and I so one of my cousins is she travels heavy, mm-hmm. um, and so. Um, I was researching something. I sent it to her and I'm like, this place says that I could move there and apply for citizenship for a year and I could just live there. And she's like, you, you, you would make it. <laughs> and she didn't have any faith in me, but I'm like, yo, it would be so dope. So for me, anywhere that's, that's tropical, like warm, I need water and that's it. Sunshine. Like I'm not really a fan of places that are cold. Um, I don't like cold. I don't really like snow. Um, I mean, it's pretty to look at and then I wanted to just go on by this business. So I, if I could be one of those people that like live somewhere warm all the time, I, it would be ideal for me. Like your, if your backyard was water, I would never leave. You would be like, yo, Obi, this is over. Can you get out? I'm, and I'd be like, I'm, nah. I'm, I'm going to put a pool. I'm thinking about putting a pool out You should out put there. a pool out and then I'm going to just, I'm I'm gonna just set up a little station right here by the window. And I'll just be here all the time. Don't mind me. You know, I got I'll you. clean my little area. I'll cook a little bit. But, you I know, don't you. mind me. I got um, you. So, you sell real estate. I sell. I sell real estate. Um, okay. So, 2019, I decided, um, you know, I'm going to get back into real estate. I, I, I did real estate for about maybe four, three or four years ago, but I really never fully delved into it. Mm-hmm. So, 2019, I said I was going to do real estate. I was going to get back back into it. And when I started retaking the classes I had to take, the, um, the, the, the rules were now more restrictive. So I had, to, okay. I had to take, I had to short window to take all the classes I needed to take. And I think, you know, I, I'm not the most spiritual person, but I do think that, you know, things happen for a reason per se, right. because 
the classes I need just happened to fit my schedule. Okay, within the window you w- needed. Within the window I needed. So I did that. And then, you know, the the person that you know I was chilling with at the time, she told me, write down. Because I, I, I always believe, like, goals, you just, you, just, you just have a mark in your head. This is a goal I want to reach, and then <clears throat> you reach the goal. Okay. You know, I, 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 that's the way I always looked at goals, you know. Yeah. And even if you don't reach the goal, you just keep going and going until you reach it. <laughs> until you get there, okay. So, like, you'll write down what you, write down these goals. Yep. We're going to put it up somewhere and revisit it later. I'm like, cool. So we went over it and you know, it was just like a jokingly had, you know, my, it was real goals, but it was just a, you know, it was kind of in a you didn't really matter. take it like, You didn't take the exercise <clears throat> This is what I'm going to do. I knew I was going to do that, but I didn't really think about it. Yeah, I didn't take yeah. it serious. So six months later, per se, we, you know, she pulled out the, the notebook, whatever. And I've, I was, I was, you know, physically able to see all the goals that I checked off and it was impressive. Like if I didn't see it, I would have thought that I'm just it's whole hum. I'm just going yeah, through the process. Yeah, that you hadn't done anything with the time. Yeah, so that that definitely motivated me to be like, you know, you if you set your mind to something, you can achieve it. Like that sounds very cliche when you when you haven't quote unquote went through the process. Like, <laughs> right. I ain't trying to hear that. When you, you haven't know. seen it on paper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did that, and then um, the pandemic hit, and then it's like okay. What I'm gonna do? You know, I, I, I still had my job, so I was, you know, I wasn't necessarily pressed for money per se, but right. I just, I, I got tired. The biggest, I know this sounds crazy, but the biggest fear I have at my nine to five is, what if I die while working? I know that sounds crazy. That's that's the biggest <laughs> fear I have. Like, okay, because I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't enjoy my job. Right. Okay. So if I died at my job, like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. You know it's not saying? funny. Because everybody's working from home. Not I get real. It. So that 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 was like one of my main motivating factors. So the pandemic hit and then you know they made the news about the interest rate being to like this ridiculously low number. Right. And then that's when, you know, we got in a group text like you know, it's time to make whatever financial move is there to make, it's time. Because yeah. you, I need you know, to be in on that group chat. <laughs> <For real. laughs> like like Add yeah. my number. I need to be in on that group chat. It's time. And that's when I knew, okay, it's time to buy a house. Because now I can afford it, you know? Right. Because the interest rate is ridiculous. You can get a good deal. You can get more for your house. So I did my research, but I'm I'm the type of person I am, like, I have to go through it. I'm not, you know, you could read books all day on how to be rich. And then 10 years later, you're still not rich, you know? So reading books and trying to learn from that is great. Yeah. But I just I just feel like life is the best lesson that you can have. I'd agree with that. So I you know, I just I just I worked hard, you know, I, I paid off finally to pay off, I got everything and it was just a learning process. So I wanted to get my my, my number to a certain score. And you know, I will be transparent because it's what I do. I wanted to get it to like seven hundred. Okay. And for some reason I just felt like if I'm at seven hundred I'm gonna get what I want. Okay. That's not true? No, that that that's, that's <laughs> I mean, accurate, I... but it's not just all based off credit score, okay. you know. So, I when when I woke up, I I knew when I woke up the next morning, I was gonna go to the bank and apply for a loan. Okay. So I woke up the next morning. I went to the, uh, I looked at my credit score because you know it updates every month. <laughs> so when it updated, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wake up. My score is gonna be like seven forty because I <laughs> I have no debts. I paid off everything. I paid off everything. I literally yesterday. have. 
zero <laughs> debt. debt. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, when you pay off all your loans, you don't have any more, you know, <laughs> uh, payments coming in, right, per se. No so it's, it's no revolving payments. Yeah. So that brings your credit score down. It may seem like a bad thing, but it's really not when it comes to trying to apply for a house because, but your credit score will come down. So I woke up the next morning, my credit score was less than 700. <laughs> and I just felt defeated. But I'm like, okay, I'm still going to go to the bank and apply. And if they don't give me what I want, that's fine. I went to the bank. I said, this is what I, how much I want. She said, okay, let me look at the numbers. Let me look at your credit. And she approved me. I got the house. No, I, I got the loan. Mm-hmm. So it's time for the house searching process. It was just me. I don't, um, when it comes to making decisions, I don't, you know, some people like to do research and look, look I just <laughs> like something, I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the person that, you know, I'm just not the person that would take six months to make right, a decision. Right, so research isn't your thing either. Got research it. is just. We check it, you know, it's a whole lot of, this not my bro, thing column, it's got bro, a lot bro, of stuff in listen, it. Listen, when it comes to me Per se, personally, right. you know, just, just like if I see it, I like it, and I get it per se. Mm-hmm. So, came to get a house, and then everybody's in your ear when it comes to making a big purchase. Right. You should do it, you shouldn't do it, you should stay here, you shouldn't stay here, whatever. I knew I wanted to minimize the time frame to look for a house. I didn't want to take five, six, seven months. I, mm-hmm. I want to do it in as little time as possible. And I said, okay, if I, if I, the first house I see I'm, that I like, I'm going to get point blank <laughs> okay. period. I'm not going to keep looking. So I saw a house I like. Uh, it was new construction, and it was like four bedroom. And I'm like, this house is perfect for me. I'm going to get it. And I put in the offer. And the market is so crazy that when I put in the offer, the whole neighborhood was sold out in a day. Yeah. So, missed out on that. I'm like, okay, fine. So, I just started looking more. And I didn't really see houses that I liked, per se. So, I almost made a decision of staying on this side of town that probably wasn't going to be suitable for me because it's just ridiculous traffic. But okay. it was new construction. And I'm like, okay, let me just go ahead and stay. They, they have this house over here in my town. In my price range, let me go ahead and do it. So before I went ahead and do it, you know, me and my realtor decided, okay, let's check something else out. And it was funny because when we were on the way to the house I stay now, it was so in the cut, we actually missed the exit twice. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah. So it was like, wait a minute, like something, right? Like it's Google is saying go here, but go next. So we had to turn around like two times. So we finally got to the house and when I walked in, I just knew that okay, this is this you know, is the one. This is this this is the one. This is the one I wanted. So, put in the offer, got accepted, went through the process. It was definitely a learning process, and then it's like now you got a house. Now you got a big bill. Yeah. You know, and transition that. While I'm doing that, you know, with real estate, I, you know, people tell you. You get cheers and adoration for what you want to do. You're going to be great. You're going to be right. great at this. You're going right. to be <laughs> You're gonna knock you're gonna, it out of the box. You're, you're going like, to be the eh. best person ever. <laughs> yeah. But there's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations. And you have to understand that. And even though everything is great, the second 
you walk in, it's going to be ups and downs. Yeah. So the thing with real estate is, you know, you're told the first year in real estate and maybe even the second year is going to be tough. Okay. So I was prepared to, okay, you know what? It's going to be tough. I'm not going to make as much money, but... Once again, back to me. I'm when I'm committed to something. I'm not. Wait, I ain't changing. No matter what. Listen to me. Ten, so wait. So wait. Wait. I want to make sure I understand. So you <clears throat> decide you want to buy a house. You uh-huh. go through the process, and then that process helped you to decide that you wanted to become a real estate agent. I was already a real estate agent at that time. But I just felt like moving to Charlotte. I was able to get in here and then fully commit myself to real estate. Okay. You know. <clears throat> so yeah. So you know, I'm committed. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. Ten toes down, and you know we're gonna get it done. <laughs> right. I don't know how much I'm gonna make. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna do this. Okay. So I made my first video. Hated it. Thought it was the worst thing ever. I showed it to some people. They were like, "Look, man, it's it's put it out." I didn't want to put it out. I felt I felt I felt it was just a horrible video, but. Against my wishes, I just went ahead and just pressed the send button. Yeah. So I'm like, once you press that's what that, you gotta do. You just gotta do it. <laughs> you just gotta do it. I press the send button, and I just went to sleep. Like I literally put, I put it out like around ten, ten o'clock. I was watching the show, and I went to sleep because I, I didn't want to see the response. Yeah. Welcome, welcome I was, into my world. Listen, I was, I, I was nosy. I wanted to see the response, but I didn't. But you don't. So it's I'm scary. Like, I don't want to see the response. I don't want. I don't care about the feedback. I'm just going to sleep. I don't want to hit. I wake up like three hours later. I'm getting, you know, likes, inboxes, and people telling me, hey, you know what? I'm so proud you put yourself out there. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, <laughs> oh, this cool. might work. Because you never know what your peers think about you in a professional matter. Like, right. you might be that cool friend, but are you that friend that they would do business with? Right. Like, those are two different things. They are. You know, they so are. I was like, okay, cool. But initially, like, I was getting you know, adorations. I was getting compliments, but I wasn't getting clients. And you don't get clients, <laughs> right. you don't get no money. <laughs> right. Life you know? do not mean cash in my and account. Exactly. And then not only just, you know, just just to just go off type for a second, like some you know, sometimes you do so much to impress your your peers, your coworkers. When you when you're in business they don't pay your bills. It's your client that pay your bills. So right. if, if your parents tell you, look, it's horrible, I hate it, they're not, they're not paying your bills. That's right. That client. So you have, to, you have right. to attract that client. So, you know, if my parents, even clients tell me that the videos are great, but I'm not getting any clients. And, you know, we really live in this microwave mentality where it's like, you have to, it has to happen. If it does happen now, you're a failure. That's right. So... I'm over here thinking, oh man, you know, I'm, this ain't this ain't equating the money. This is just all talk. <laughs> but you know, I'm committed to it. I just kept doing it. I kept putting out, you know, talking about topics. I felt like, you know, it may seem like common sense to mm-hmm. my peers or the realtors, but to to clients that's not in the real estate world, they don't understand those topics. And I try to put it in in layman's terms for them. So actually, that brings me to a question. So. What would you tell somebody? What would you tell me, right? Mm-hmm. So I called you and was like, yo, I want to buy a house. Um, but what would you tell somebody who maybe isn't, like, wants to buy a house, right? But their credit score isn't where it needs to be. And financially, uh, maybe they can afford to buy a house, but they aren't. Like, they don't have 
tens of thousands of dollars saved, right? So one of the, I'll tell you, so one of the things that's most frustrating for me mm-hmm. is that the bank doesn't care that you are making a fifteen hundred dollar rent payment. Like, yes, I could pay this twelve hundred dollar mortgage. I've been mm-hmm. paying fifteen hundred dollars in rent mm-hmm. for the last eight million years, and they like, yeah, nobody cares. Like, nobody cares <clears throat> that you've been paying all this rent. Um, they don't equate, and so. You know, I know for me at some point that has been frustrating because it's like, what do you mean? You know, I'm clearly paying this level of rent. I could afford a house, especially a house that the the monthly payment would be less. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bank doesn't like the bank doesn't see it that way. So what would you say? And the other piece of frustration that I've had along the way is I've reached out to people before. Excuse me, like. um um, at the bank to say, look, I need a step. Give me a step by step. Do this and then do this and then do this. And I have not had much luck with banks really doing that for you in terms of, you know, if you do these five things, then you'll be ready. Um, most banks, well, I won't say most banks because I have not called most banks, but I know that in the times that I have tried that, I have had real difficulty finding someone that would give me that step by step, you know, hold my hand, tell me exactly <clears throat> what to do, and then. Whatever that time from six months, eight months, a year, I would be where they said, and boom, I could buy a house. Okay. So, I'm not the financial guru, so we're not, <laughs> don't okay. quote me on what I'm saying, but I'm <laughs> going to try to drop a little bit of gems that I do know. Give me the gems from the real estate perspective, not the financial guru perspective. How about that? Well, it, it kind of ties hand in they hand. Do. So, when it comes to that, like, you want to minimize your debt to income ratio. That's, that's, you know, you can have like a perfect credit score. You can have a, a 750 credit score, but if you have an extreme amount of debt and your income isn't on par, I think, I believe it's like 53%, something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got to look up those numbers, but if your debt to income ratio is high, you wouldn't, you may get approved, but it's not going to be for much, right. or you may not get approved. So both of those numbers have to add up. So when I, when I apply for my loan with state employees, and initially before I applied, before I had to run my credit, I said, okay... And everybody knows someone that works at their employees. <laughs> uh, everybody yeah. knows someone that works at <laughs> their employees. Bank. Yeah, they do. So I was like, what do I need to do per se to like, without running my credit, let me just throw these numbers at you and you let me know what you think about these numbers. And once you told me, it's like, for example, if you have a car payment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's less than 10 months mm-hmm. left on your car payment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count so it doesn't income. So it's wiped out. That's number one. Okay, so Lisa probably should take some notes yeah. here. Okay, so student loans, right? Yes. There's there's two ways you, your student loans going to go. So three ways: either if if you have a set payment right now, mm-hmm. then you, that's what they're going to use for you towards your debt to income. Your okay. mo- not your overall, but your your monthly payments. Right. <laughs> number one. Number two, if you don't have a payment a payment plan set up, but you know you owe and you you the deferred whatever. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do is just calculate. They calculate it for you. Right? They calculate it for you. It's a disaster. You got to set up a yeah. plan. You got to set up. You want to set up when you want to apply for a, apply for a loan for a house. You want to set up a plan. You yeah. do not want them to set it up for you. You do not. I've been there. <laughs> because I was they, like, what do you mean? Yo, I don't pay eighteen hundred dollars a month in student loans. What are you talking? I don't, man, I, that, I don't do that. And she was like, well. According to this paper right here, it says that you should be paying. I'm like, yes. but I don't. She's like, so let me yeah. tell you what you need to do. 
Go set up a plan and set let me tell plan. you, and then you know, we can calculate that. What you do with what you after do. you set up your plan? Hey, <laughs> that's on you. you. I, look, <laughs> I'm just giving information right here. <laughs> right. Okay. You set up a plan. It. I got it. Or okay. of course, if you know you get the zero payment, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, set but, something up. But Don't set something up. Don't let them calculate it for you. Um. So those are two things. Um. With, with the, as far as you know, when you get that and so credit score. So, people. I mean, this is general knowledge per se, but some people may not understand. Like, if you have six different credit cards, mm-hmm. that means you have six different updated credit scores. And <clears throat> let's say you have a credit card. Let's say in the month of January, your bill is due January tenth. 15th, 20th, 25th, right. right? So that means that I said four, I said six, but we're just going to use we four. We're going to do four. That's <laughs> we're just okay. going to do four. <laughs> we'll do four for this example. So your credit score is going to update January 10th. Right. You know, every one of those Every one of those dates. So you, you got to make sure that every one of those dates that, you know, if you, if you, if you, you know, if three of your credit cards are good and, you know, it's good balance and the fourth one is, is not good, it's going to, you know, it's going to matter. So, Every one of those dates is important. So you have to make sure that you are on it on every single card. And so, but do you want to, so having said that, mm-hmm. is it beneficial for you to try to, um, I know some cards will let you pick a due date. So then is it beneficial for you to try to have all your cards due on the same date? It, it, it's preferential. Okay. Um, I know with me, you know, with getting a house and credit cards and bills, I'm not going to lie, it's maybe one, two times that you may just forget because right. there's so many bills on different dates during one Adulting month. is not fun. <laughs> Yo, it is a crazy. sham. It is a sham. And I wanted to be an adult. And now I'm like, why? Take me back. Like, I, don't, I was just playing. I don't want to be out here. For it's real. real life out here. It's yeah. crazy. But yeah, you have to make sure that, you know, so like when, when, when you in any loan process and you know, you want to know exactly why you score that score because you can have a 720 in on January 5th and then on January 8th, your score might update to, you know, and it, it might go down to a 680. Yes. That's because you forgot to pay that other card that's due <laughs> and you're thinking it's just one report. It's not one report. It's right. every single revolving card that you have yeah. is going to update every single month. So you your scores might update or we'll update four times a month if we have four yeah. separate credit cards. It's definitely frustrating because I have several like monitoring mm-hmm. services and it's frustrating to see, you know, even when you're doing everything right, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're supposedly doing everything right, it's frustrating that on Monday your score can be this and on Thursday you're like, I ain't even do nothing. Why? <laughs> what is happening? Listen. My score dropped 20 points. I ain't yep. even do nothing. So yep. it is, you know, and credit is frustrating. It is. And then even like I said earlier, you can pay your whole bill. You can pay yeah. your whole credit card off and think your credit score is going to go up, but nope, it's going to yeah. go down. It's eventually going to go up, but because you pay your credit card, you no longer have that revolving payment. Listen. Now your credit scores went down. Listen, I so, need Joe and Kamala to wipe out this student loan debt. <laughs> I know, right? Quit playing. Quit playing with my emotions and wipe out this student loan debt. Exactly. Stop playing. Stop playing. So let's see. All right. So you got your credit score. You got your debt to income ratio. Uh-huh. Um, and then is there, what about like money saved? So the, the, the thought, and I think, I know for me, it has been before. As I, I owned a house at one point. Uh-huh. Um, 
I know for me, one of the scarier deterrents is that the idea that you have to have all this money saved, that you need thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars saved before you can like embark on a house buying process. And I'm like, yo, how am I supposed to save fifty thousand dollars and live and know, pay right? bills currently? Like exactly. do you want me to live currently or you want me to save to buy a house? Because I'm not gonna be able to do both. And so how do you without feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you know, you have to, it's going to take you 10 years to save that, you know, that amount of money. Like who wants to wait that kind of time to buy a house? So what, what does your bank account in terms of savings really need to look like? I mean, worst, best, worst case, obviously the more money you can save the better, Mm -hmm. right? But like, what is a realistic, I go to work every day. Um, I need to try to save this amount of money before I can buy a house. Like, what does that number look like? Good question, Ovi. I got my got my calculator out so I can, I can do numbers. <laughs> Give but, me some numbers. But let's let's first talk about there's hundred percent financing out there. Okay. And it, it it's common, but I think a lot of people does don't know how common it is. Like when I got my house out, I just knew I knew I was I didn't want to pay any money. I knew <laughs> I didn't want to put no money down. Okay. You know, I had the money to put down, but I just I didn't want to put I the want, money down. I want to I keep wanted this. I wanted the hundred percent finance. Money. Okay. So, you know, and your 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 local credit union usually, you know, state employers is the biggest one in in North Carolina. Yeah. But you know, they they usually have hundred percent financing. So, let's say you get financed hundred percent. Okay. For the most part, when it comes what what you have to pay is closing costs. Mm-hmm. Closing costs can range between, I want to say five to ten thousand. Okay. No, actually, let me say, let me let me take that back. Let me say usually between four to seven thousand. Okay. So what does that mean? So when, let's say you're pre-approved, and let's just throw numbers out there. Let's say you're pre-approved for two fifty. Okay. You go get a house, and the house is two fifty. Mm-hmm. The one thing that when you put the offer in, and let's just say it's it's you know a resale property, it's an existing property. When you put the offer in the house, it's competitive. Right now, right. the market is crazy. So, what people want is the if I'm a seller. And you you know ten people put an offer. I want to get the most money out right. of the offer. So, what you can do to kind of like navigate to get the most money is try to offer them more due diligence. Okay. So due diligence is essentially the money you put up that it allows you to be able to they they hold the house for you while you go through your inspection and mm-hmm. make sure everything is good before you move in. You don't get that money back. <laughs> right. So you gotta make sure this is the one you clear. want. Right. But with that said, like, you want to offer competitive due diligence. Right. Now, whatever you offer in due diligence is going to apply towards your closing. So, let's say you, okay. you, you do 3000 in due diligence. Mm-hmm. When you get the closing, then say your closing is 6000 mm-hmm. You just got to pay the remaining balance of 3000 So, what do your closing costs cover, though? Closing costs... It it is, 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 you know, it's for the underwriters, per se. Um, but closing costs, essentially... It covers the deal, due diligence, covers the endless money. Um, things that you do have to pay out of pocket is inspection and appraisal. Okay. So that really doesn't apply to us um, closing costs. And then, you know, a bunch of other fees where it's just a bunch of other... Other, other, fees, uh, just, other um, duties as a sign. Yeah, so, <laughs> the, really... the, you know, what, what, the, what the bank, you know, what the quote-unquote quote fees for them to process loan fees. Right. So... You know, I mean, and I, the twelve trees they yeah, kill when they're trying to all this paper all you that, can sign. All that good stuff, but yeah. but there are also places that will pay your closing. Yeah, costs. and you know, you can ask the seller. 
you know, could you, you know, if they can put money towards your closing costs, um, I know that, for example, state employees, and I, 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 I say them because I'm talking from a personal perspective. Right, right. Where I use it. I mean, I know other people that use it too, but okay. generally, you know, they have a first time home buyers program where they mm-hmm. give you 2000 towards your um, closing okay. costs. Okay. So, with that said, you want to try to be able to have. I want to say if you have about maybe six thousand, okay, that is a good starting point. Okay. You know, if you're getting approved, hundred, you're doing hundred percent financing. Okay. Now let's talk about FHA. It's a whole <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> so this, okay. let me put my calculator out. Okay, pull out your handy dandy calculator. So we're still doing a two fifty, right? Yes. Which so, let's be clear: if you if you got if you only get two fifty in Durham, you're gonna be living in like a one bedroom studio. Yeah. That's it. In the hood. <laughs> In the hood, no less. Like, this is not like a, this is not the, you know, family house that is your dream home she that you've been it. wanting. Like, 250 gets you a one-bedroom studio in the hood. I was driving down Gear Street the other day, and they have those new, like, I saw that, the one, like, Miami look like And I pulled them Miami. up, and that house is $700,000. And I thought to myself, the only person that would live here is somebody that don't know nothing about Durham. But no, listen though, that house for seven hundred isn't bad. Not now knowing Durham, if you add everything, but the house itself, the way the the, the architecture and all that, uh-huh. it's not right. Because I, I actually thought it's gonna be more than that. Right. Okay. But the point <laughs> I'm making is that you should take that seven hundred thousand dollar house and put it somewhere else because it's right there beside you know my great 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 grandmama slave house like that's. Probably worth seventeen hundred dollars. Like it's right next door. It's it's not. So anyway, we're gonna use your two hundred fifty thousand dollar number, but just know that that two hundred fifty thousand dollars in Durham gets you nothing. Yeah. So let's let's say two fifty. Okay, so. that's it. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> ten years ago that would have bought me a great house. So we'll go with two fifty. Two fifty, and then with FHA, so you have to put down a minimum of three point five percent. Okay. So two fifty times three point five percent comes out. You're starting off at $8,750. Okay. And essentially, just to make the conversation more seamless, per se, we're going back. The closing cost still stays the same. So okay. between So if you put down eight, eight, $8,750 plus the, the $6,000, you are looking at roughly about $15,000. Okay, that you need to be prepared that, to come to the table That you're prepared to come to the table with. Okay. And so due diligence is what you pay from, you know, when you, as soon as you put an offer. Everything else... You pay at closing. So closing usually takes between thirty to sixty days. Depends. Okay. Some you know some banks could do it a lot lot quicker. Some banks could do it. They usually, they do it a little bit later. But between thirty to sixty days, you should be able to start and finish and get the closing. Okay. Um. So yeah. And does that depend on how fast your closing is? Solely depends on your bank, or depends it depends bank. on like. Whether now, or not you have, the house ha- has somebody living in it, or is it a new? Con- I mean, obviously, new constructions are different because yeah. they got to build the house before you could close on it. But like, does does how quickly your house can be closed on, excluding new construction, depend on whether somebody's living there or not? Well, it it depends. The, the number one thing is depends on the bank. Okay. Um, some banks, like I said, some banks can do it quicker. Some banks they just don't. <laughs> right. Right. You know, just okay. to be honest with you, and then. Uh, number two, you know, that could be, you know, negotiations. If and if right. I, I do due diligence, I'm going through my due diligence process and this needs to be fixed. I'm like, hey, you want to fix this? Right. Right. Are you going <laughs> you to take something you know, off the house price? Yeah, like, what are we know, doing? Right, so okay. those are conversations that need to be had. Um, you, you get 
you know, you get pre-approved for a loan, you start a loan process, you decide you want to buy a car, they want your, they want your credit again. Like, hold, now you're debt to income ratio. <laughs> right. You want okay. a car, you want a house. Know, either, which is it? Either you're going to do this or this, or you're not going to, we, we're going to go ahead and just retract this loan. Right. You know, so there's other factors that could play in the closing, but if everything was just seamless, it majorly depends on the bank. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll buy a house at some point. Yeah, take your time. I, I don't want to take my time. I want to buy a house <laughs> tomorrow. But there are all these things that I need to do that I just, you know, it, I don't want to. It's, it's challenging. So, you bought this gorgeous home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's four bedrooms. Four bedrooms, one, and, two baths. And it's just you. It's just me. You don't have no kids. Nope. You left the chick that didn't travel with you like she, she wait is nothing. Wait a minute. Wait you know. a minute. So like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm not saying you left her, but you literally went without her. Like, you literally left her. She did not go with you on vacation. And so it's just you. Are you dating now? No. Are you, sing- would you, are you single now? I'm, I'm fully single. Okay, so you're single. So you're, are you dating? Mm, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, am I dating? I would, if I was just to give like a very concise answer, I would probably say no. I'm not. I'm not dating. Why aren't you dating? Well, back up. Why did you buy such a huge house? Because you are going to be dating. Are you going to be having all these kids to take up all these rooms, or are you just gonna have a four bedroom bachelor pad? I'm just gonna have four bedroom bachelor pad. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I think it's gonna be. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's essentially it. Okay, yes. so you're not dating. You're single and you're not dating. I'm single and I'm not I'm not dating. I, I guess going out and dating, but like in, on a consistent basis per se. Why aren't no, you dating? I'm not dating. <clears throat> I think it's you know it's it's just by happenstance and by choice. Um, you know I was I was in a quote unquote you know situation and um, wait what <laughs> I mean what. I was in a quote-unquote situation. But what does that mean? Were you in a relationship? Were you in a situationship? Was y'all, like, doing some stuff but they had no title? Like, what is what is well, that quote-unquote relationship? What does that even I, mean? I'm, I'm, okay, so when it comes to titles, I, 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 just, I, I think that, you know, a, a, as an adult, you know, when, when, you, when you reach the same age, titles are just, you know, if, if, that, if that's not your wife or your fiancé, like, I, you know, like, one of my saying it's my girlfriend is just something that I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't practice. But well, so. who is she? Not her, not not, not her specifically. Uh-huh. I don't mean her, but like, if she's not your okay, so if she's not your wife or your fiance, uh-huh. then who is she? <clears throat> I think you date with intent. So if, if it's someone that you see a future with, you know that's your thought process. So eventually she's gonna get there. So you you know, I guess you you know you could you, you when you introduce it to your your family or your people, you say this is my girl per se, but. You know, I think when you when you date with intent, like you, you know, early in the game, you know what what's gonna what the outcome is gonna be. Okay. But it's just you know you're just going through the process with the dating, and then until you until you decide that that outcome is gonna become reality. Okay, so why aren't you dating now? I feel like <clears throat> I'm I'm in the midst of my career and. I'm essentially living between Durham and Charlotte, going back and forth, you know, not even time for myself and not, you know, not being able to have time for someone else. I think, like, <clears throat> it wouldn't be as fair, per se, to 
getting a whole relationship. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like as of right now, as we discussed earlier, I just I can't I can't afford to be emotional. I just can't I can't I can't afford to, you know, have heartache. Because, but wait, 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 wait. Oh, but who says it's gonna be heartache? Okay, even even quote unquote, let's just say love per se. Like you make it sound like such. You know when you say love like that, you make it sound like such a disaster. You make no, it sound no, like a disaster. No, you do. A, you're like, let's talk about love. Like no, nah, I mean, I, and heartache. It's was a the word. First, and heartache was the first adjective you know, the, the, the point, the over, the point I'm trying to make is that's of course that's what anybody wants. I would love to quote unquote have like a you know full blown relationship wife like that's something that you know I, I desire per se but when you you know when you are your own entity your own business and you know you your primary focus is your business and you know yes you can walk and chew gum at the, at the same time can you? you very much can do so <laughs> I don't know but no at the same time though it's just like sometimes when people love they love hard and you know they're their focus shifts a little bit. Uh, and okay. I, I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I don't want my focus to shift right now. Okay. So you does know? that mean that you don't date at all until you are ready to potentially have... So, okay. So does that mean you don't date at all until you're potentially ready to... to until you're at a point where you can afford your focus shifting a little bit? Hi, ideally, that would be the case, but not necessarily. No, I, I mean, I would date. It's not, you know, but I would, I would come with this. Uh, 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 what's the word when you, you know, you got to read the warning label per se. Like, <laughs> I'm like, now listen, I'm, I'll come with the look. You're gonna I, come I'm with the, the warning I'm, label. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a phase of my life where I'm not necessarily for some serious as of right now. So I, you know, you address that from from jump. So that's so. what I was gonna say. So do you, if you meet somebody, would you say, like, we could do whatever we gonna do, but I'm not looking for anything serious. Absolutely. At at this point in my life, absolutely. But that doesn't mean that it won't it won't lead to that. But, but you, yes, it will. You can't change the rules in the middle of the game. You can't change the rules, but things happen. Life happens. No, 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 no. You can't meet me and be like, yo. I like you, you cool, we can do what we do, and then you gotta go home. Like, you can't, and then, like, two weeks, two months, three months, six months later, you like, I was just playing, I actually kind of love you. Like, that's no, how, that's not how it's gonna work. That's how life kind of works. No, so because, so that is when problems come in. You know that, right? Because then you have set the precedence in the beginning. So, I, so it's really challenging, because I'm all for mm-hmm. being honest in the beginning. Tell me up front what you're looking for or not, uh-huh. so then I can decide whether or not I wanna play this game, right? Okay. But don't tell me that you're not looking for something serious. And then when I match that energy, then when you shift, you on some other energy and I'm not, then we got a problem. But see, this that's is- where problems come. Because women do it too. Women be like, I'm good. I can just, so let me give you an example. So okay. one of the, I used to um, have arguments with my cousin because he would be like, you are not built like that. You're not built to be able to, um, have like you are not built to be able to to treat men like men treat women Mm -hmm. and not to say in terms of like being crazy promiscuous but you're not built to date multiple people so i used to have real trouble with that right so i would date one person and that's it i only date you and Mm -hmm. because for me i was like 
I'm dating you. I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to know what you like. You're getting to know what I like. I ain't got time to be trying to get to know you and these other five dudes. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't have the energy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have tried it in my time. And he's like, yo, you don't, you don't operate like that. You're not built that way. And so I feel like at that time in my life when I was trying to be built that way, I would go in like, yo, I don't want anything serious. We're going to just do whatever. Or the dude might be like, we're going to just do whatever. It's not going to be serious. And I would be like, cool. I'm cool with that. When really, I, w- I wasn't cool with that. I was trying to change the game in the middle. I was trying to change the rules in the middle. And so I don't feel like that's fair. I don't feel like it's fair for you to, to say that up front and then down the line be like, oh, actually... I was just well, playing. I mean, but the reality is life isn't fair. Like, I think that, you know, when you say I say I say it up front, and then let's say my feelings change. I have to understand that, you know, it's also based off you. So if you're like, okay, fine, I'm not trying to go that route. Like, I got to accept it. So it's not necessarily, I'm not going to necessarily force you to, 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 to change your ways or change your view towards me. But, you know, if if, if the situation change and I, I come at you a different way and you're like, okay, I, I can't rock with that. Like that's fine. Like I think, I think. But how the biggest, can you be so nonchalant? You have to be. You can't be. <laughs> you have to no. be. No. You absolutely have to be. I would be pissed. Listen. If you was like, well, all right then. Like, no, I would be mad. It, it ain't that. I would flip over your Christmas tree. I, I think. Stop it. <laughs> I think. I think the thing is, people are just like, you know, people. You know, when it comes to dating, you know, in most part, they just not willing to accept losses per se. It's like you have to know that you, you, you could take a loss. And you have to prepare yourself for that. And, you know, it's just a part of life. Like, sometimes people think like, oh, you know, me and this dude or me and this girl broke up and it's just devastating. I can't move on. No, you really are going to move on. Like, there's billions of people in this world. <laughs> like, you're going to be okay. That is such it's, a... It's like, not about being cold or nothing like that. It's just the truth. And you, once, you have to understand that but truth. But you have to give people their space to, to get there. People don't... You don't wake up there. Because if not, you did, then it probably wasn't genuine. If you could break up with somebody and be like, oh, well, there are billions of people. Somebody else is out there. Then did you really care for that absolutely. person? Absolutely. Yes, you did. Care no. But, you, listen, if we break up, you better be sad. <laughs> listen. And you ain't got to be suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> but you damn well better be sad. Don't be out here like, well, I'm so sorry. Well, she, was, she was cool, but I'm good. Everybody grief in their own way. You better grieve in a way I can see every, it. I'm going to flip over this every, Christmas tree. You're going to leave my Christmas tree alone. I'm just saying but, that if <laughs> we were to break up and you don't be sad at all, we got a problem. It's, no, but, it's, but it's, it's not about being sad. It's, it's about understanding that, okay, this didn't happen, right? Okay, guess what? Let, let's, 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 let's equate to this, right? You studied for this test, crammed all night. You want to get an A, right? But you flunked the test. But it's physics. <laughs> you didn't get an guess A. Guess what? F it. You flunk. Guess what? You're going to take class next semester. What you gonna, Are you going to sit here and cry? Yes. No, yes, what I'm going to cry. We know what you're going to do. You're going to turn up for the summer. Yes. And then you're going to come back the next semester. But I'm also going to cry. It's okay. Like, for five seconds. Let me tell you. But I'm going to say this one more time. If we break up and you not sad, it's going to be a problem. You, know, you, you, you have, it, ain't, it ain't about me not being sad. It, you have to understand how life is and how the game goes. And nah. it's just like, okay. Don't you date if, nobody. If, if just, you, <laughs> you, you, nah, I'm, not, I'm saying like, if you, if you lose that, you just, you accept it. You, you accept that loss and you keep it moving. You don't, you, you don't have to sit here and then, you know, going back and forth and yada, yada, yada. Like you just accept the loss and it's, it's, it's life. And you, you move, you have to move on. 
You know, even when someone that's close to you dies, you grieve, but life goes on. You still have to work. You still have to get income. You still have to, you know, be in, in, in you know, in the human society per se. So you just have to move on. And, and when, when you, when, when you aware, when that becomes cognizant that, okay, you know what? I lost her. You hurt. That don't mean it doesn't hurt. That don't mean you don't want her back. But you know that life doesn't stop. So you just got to move on. So I say that to say, I can't, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I can't afford to, 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 to be a quote unquote a mess or be overly emotional right now. It's just not something that I want to, I want right now per se. So I can respect that. And I can respect that you being like, you tell people that up front. I guess the challenging part for me in that is that when you talk about it, you only talk about the negative, like the, the potential negative parts. Like, because the reality is if she's the right woman, mm-hmm. then she adds to those things that you are trying to accomplish. Absolutely. You know, she, she brings something to the table that pushes you farther or makes you grind harder or work harder. Um, not to say that there isn't still the potential for heartache, mm-hmm. but that's not the, you know, the, you don't go into it like, well, I don't want to fool with you because I ain't got time for you to break my heart. But more like, you know, this partnership is going to, what's going to come out of this partnership is going to be wonderful and, you know, progressive. And, and it's going to push me harder than, than I've ever been pushed. And I'm going to be in a better place. And you don't really, you know, you're not thinking about the heartache. But. No, but no, I agree with you. I think that's, that's dope. I think black love is amazing. I think that, you know, to, <laughs> to, to, have, to have a partner that makes you want to be better, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, you can't ask for anything better. Right, and but like you don't want to take that chance. No, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with taking that chance. But what, what I'm saying is like, it's, it's, there, there's always exceptions to the rule. Right. Like you can meet someone and say, okay, everything clicks. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, take this chance, headache, whatever, or the heartache, whatever. Mm-hmm. But once again, that's an exception to the rules. But generally speaking, like literally, maybe, you know, six months ago, I would have a different mindset. But just me, you know, being in the early phase of what I want to do and how I want to grow right. in my career. And also go individually, like I would, I would love to have, you know, uh, 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 someone that, you know, I, I'm, that's, I'm consistent with. Right. Like, don't give, I would love to have that. But at the same time, with me not having that, you know, just putting someone in, in my space and is, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to argue. <laughs> so that's a whole different conversation. It's not even going to go because yeah. I don't like to argue either. I like I, not, I don't like to argue. I don't want to know if I can't spend time with you for whatever reason. I, I just can't. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm not trying to go through all that, and I would rather, you know grow myself and get then then get to the point where I'm 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 shifting my focus on you right. and then my focus isn't where it needs to be per se and I just you know I don't want to do that unless it's it's, it's someone that I feel like is the exact you know match for me. So you said something earlier and I was like no 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 hold that thought until I press record. And so we're going to address that now. So you uh-huh. were like you don't feel like men but how did you word it? You don't feel like... We don't you, value ourselves. You don't, right. Right. So what, explain that, please. Because... because Explain. I think guys risk it all for... They, they, they risk it all for situations that doesn't really... It's not worth it. 
What um, do you mean? So they risk what? So you know. Give me an example, maybe. Yeah. So, like, you have a you have a woman that's a a a, a CEO of a company, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would <clears throat> they they want to date their level. Okay. Or higher. Or above, right? And it's, if it's no one on their level, per se, then, you know, they may date low, but they don't want to go as low, per se. Right. And that's just reality. We, we're just being completely honest right. here. You know. And the cognizant of that mm-hmm. is very tactical. You know, but you got a guy that's a CEO of a company, <laughs> and she's, you know, she, 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 he, he wants to risk it all for the temp. You know, and like I said, I'm not in any way being, trying to be controversial, but it's just like, you know, Know your worth, know your value. Is she worth the risk, you know? But now, okay, so my issue with that is, are you saying that she's not worth the risk because of the job she holds? Because what if she's, you know, what if she's CEO material? She just ain't there yet. That's be very important. Well, we, we, we're comfortably in our late, late 30s. Very comfortably, <laughs> well, right? Yeah, I've passed the late 30s. You know, so yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Finances is important. Finances is important. And, you know, you know potentially it's great. But at our age, you want to see, I don't want to get in a situation and hope that you, 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 you become, you know, financially capable to handle. Nah, I'm, 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 I, I need to be good. You need to be already there. Like, I, I know need I'm to gonna, fall in love with yeah, you and then realize I know I'm that hope, this is it. For real. This is the end of the line. I know I'm going to hold my end of the bargain. And it ain't necessarily like, if, if, if it's a situation where, you already have a college degree. You're like, you know what? I want to go get my master's so I can get this job, whatever. That's right. cool. I'll hold down the fort. Right. But no, I mean, I'm not going to say a job because I, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I get it. But right. if but you, you work at a place where, yoked. yeah, your finances and not, you know, and that's cool that you may be better for another guy, <laughs> you know, but, you know, if I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to be able to, to build and grow with someone. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they have to make X amount of money, but they have to be in a, in, in a place in life where, you know, they're... It doesn't have to be financially compatible. Right. But they just have to be financially able. Okay. You know? So what would be your... What would you describe as your ideal spouse, mate, girlfriend, wife, whatever? You know what? Everything, everything that you quote unquote want is you always get the opposite. Right, but you what know? would you? What would be, <laughs> yes, that is correct. You always get but the opposite of what you want. God has a real, a real know, interesting right? sense of humor. But you still love it, though. You still love it. But what I'm saying is, if you could like, okay, well, how about this? So, and I will, I guess, equate it to like home buying, right? So there, for me, with mm-hmm. the house, there are some deal breakers, some hard, like gotta have, some must have. I have a must have list. For my house, the house mm-hmm. I want to buy, it's got to have these top five things, four things. And if it doesn't have that, for example, a garage, if it doesn't have a garage, I don't even want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what would be your like must haves in a, in a mate, in a spouse? It sounds like financial um, aptitude is, is up there. What else, though? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say something that 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 may. <laughs> Am I gonna flip over your tree? You, no, you may not. <laughs> but. I think I think love is an emotion that can come and go. People say I have to be in love, so I have to, you know, be in love with you to to spend. No, I mean you can you can fall in love with someone over time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I don't put love as like the number one benchmark for it. Okay. But I will say that, you know, I think um something that's very important is um 
grow. Like you have to, you have to be willing to grow in your life. And okay, yes, all aspects of growth. It doesn't necessarily have to be financial, financial growth. Like, for example, if you, you, you work your nine to five job and then all you want to do is just come home and go to sleep and don't want to do nothing else. Okay, I just feel like that's not a life that I want to be a part of. Like, <laughs> something has to excite you besides right. your nine to five. Where there's growing. God, you know, going, you know, trees in the garden and right. uh, uh, working out. It's just something that has someone that excites you to. Something else. To, and and if, if you don't have anything else that want to excite you, just come home, go to work, come home, go to work, maybe go to a bar here and there. It's just, it's just, nah, that's, that's, that's a no for me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you have to be open. Um, you know, I think, I think at, at our age, you know, it's easy to be close-minded because you experience a lot in life. Right. But if I'm saying, baby, let's try this now. I'm not going to say let's go bungee jumping per se. <laughs> but let's try this. Let's, you know, let's let's maybe try this food that you haven't tried. Or let's, and you just, nah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't ate this in 30 years. I ain't going to eat it today. Right. That's not, that's not something that, you know. Okay. So open-minded, financially at uh, growth-minded. And what else? Yeah. Um, How important is sex? To me? Yeah. Sex is... Sex is not... It's not, it's not high on the list. So really? I, I think sex is important, but at the end of the day, after a thousand times of sex, I mean, really, like, and kudos to the couples that 10 years in and still, like, marvel at their sex. <laughs> sex wait. So, wait, 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 wait. Wait, are you saying it's not at the top in terms of frequency? I would rather be financially yoked with someone than have, like, the best sex life with someone any day of the week. Okay. Any but, day of the week. But on, it's not on the list? No, it's definitely on the list. But I just think that, you know, when it comes to sex, it's just, you know, sex is great. Sex is amazing. But over time, it's going to become the same thing over and over and over again. So, it sounds so boring. It, it's going to be boring. It's it should life. be boring. Okay, <laughs> whatever. But what I say is this. I just, you know, you just... It, you, yes, for me, of course, initially, you want the sex has to, quote unquote, be amazing. But over time, I just think that, you know, you want, you know, you, you just have sex. You have sex, you keep moving. I, I don't... Okay, so when it comes to sex, like, in, my, in, in a perfect world for me... Mm-hmm. Look, man, give me like so seven days out of the week, right? Yeah, seven. Seven days out of the week. Give me like four. Four out of seven days. I'm I'm good. Okay. Three to four out of seven days. I don't I don't I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna have sex every day. <laughs> sex every day is a lot. Yo, I don't, you know what I'm saying? And I, the, the Saturday night sex and Wednesday morning sex, it's not gonna be the same. I'm not gonna you know It shouldn't be the same. No, nah, but sometimes, you know, when when you put it down you know, the the assumption is you're gonna put it down every single time. Like, nah, man. Like, no, but it yo, should be you, there should be some variety. I gave you this Oscar winning performance <laughs> on I I can't I'm not I don't I'm not trying to give you Oscar winning performance on right? like you're gonna get you're gonna but get maybe, this. But maybe then the next one is her turn to be an Oscar winning performance. Like, so I, I am a firm believer that there has to be variety. There has to be some level of like, you know, um, 
Monotony gets old. Like, if you always want, if it's always got to be on Tuesday night at 7, it's always got to be missionary, it's always got to be after dinner, it's always got to be in the bedroom, like, that gets old and falls off and it's not fun. And so I feel like with anything, if it's not fun, either one of two things happens. Either, either you know, it stops happening altogether or one of the people in that union start to look or find someone else that makes it fun. And, I, you know, right, wrong, indifferent, you know, that one of those two things happens. Either the part, either the they just stop having sex or one of them is still having sex, but just with somebody else that is making it that it's not Tuesdays at seven upstairs in the bedroom missionary all the time. Like, that's just that's just what happens. Because <laughs> people have needs that need to be met. No, absolutely. But keep in mind, we, we're saying when you say sex, I'm talking about a whole over, over a, a whole length of time, not the first three, the first six months, the first year. You know, when it comes to like when you say I do, and you 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 doing this for life. I just think that you know you just have to know that you know you're gonna have your good day sex yeah. and your bad day sex, and you just accept it, and it's not like a. You know, I mean, let's keep it honest. Like, even in just dating, I mean, I can imagine how this marriage is like, oh, man, I got to have sex with her tonight. What? That is trash. You are dating the wrong women. I'm saying generally speaking. Like, I don't care. When, okay. Let me tell you what. If you was my boyfriend and you ever was like. You would never know. Let's I, keep it a buck. We do know. How you know? I mean, we might not know that in your mind. You're like, oh, my God, I got to do it again. But, like, something about the interaction is going to be clear, whether it's. I like that house right there. Whether it's that, like, your response to her body or whether it's her response, your response That's to her. Right. We, we lie about it. Oh, yeah, no, nah, you, nah, you know. Right, but tired. you know what? The woman who was completely in tune with you I'm will just, know. I'm just tired. No, I had a long day. You know? <laughs> All the balls going to fall off. I'll, it's going to be, I'm going to leave. Look, I had a long day. But it's not, it's not saying you dread it, you know, but... It's just like, man, we, like, once again, you know, over time, you know, the the, the list goes over time, per se. It's just, it, I enjoy sex. It, it, it's an amazing thing, but it's just something, you know, over time, it's just like, okay. It, it, it's not a show, but it do get normalized over time. Like, okay, you know, this. That makes cool. me so sad. Ah right, man, like, look, some people, they just fix. They want to do it all the time. <laughs> So there is a fine line between there's some space between being a freak who wants to do it all the time and not wanting to be like, Ugh, we got to do this again. Like, I feel like there's a point where there's a person um, where the connection would be such that it doesn't get there. Even over time, even but over that's, years. That's when, that's when you weigh everything. You... You know, you 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 put everything on the table, okay? How much? Because you can you you can be attracted to someone and not enjoy sex with them. Yeah, you can be physically attracted there to someone, number, especially and... for a woman. There are a number of things <laughs> that could, yes, that is correct. You know, there are a number of things that can contribute to that. That's when you put things on the table where it's like, okay, am I attracted to her? You know, I'm. I, it, it, you know, is she caring? Is she thoughtful? You know, are, are we are we on the same page in life? And then you know, if if all, everything checks out. You know, I, I, I feel like, okay, you just, you just chalk it up like, okay, we're going to have a good and bad day sexual wise. Everything else matches. Like, this is what I want. Like, 
as opposed to oh she's crazy like this she has the best sex ever her hair game is ridiculous but she's toxic she <laughs> she don't bring nothing else to the, the table time. she don't want to cook right but, but I, I just enjoy like... sex so I'm a wife up no that's no. a horrible decision so, right so I agree a with lot that. of people make decisions based on what I just said I agree I agree but I also think that there are a lot of people that make decisions on the other way like she checks all these other boxes and not the sex box. Because that to me is just as detrimental as the one who checks is the one who checks none of the boxes and only the sex box. Like, in my opinion, the best relationships have a combination of both. So we are able to be financially stable together. We have a great friendship. We have a we have fun together. We laugh. We go to concerts. We watch movies. We can do nothing. We can do everything. And the sex is amazing. And I understand how rare that really is, I guess. But I know for me, sex, the, the, um, the quality of sex is connection-based. So, like... I have been in love with people, with someone before and when I was in love with them when we were in a relationship the sex was amazing right and then we won't in love no more but maybe had sex you know that one last let's give it and mm-hmm. it was trash and I was like well, wait is this the same that's the same dude like I understand and not he didn't necessarily do anything different but because for me the connection had been severed like it, it was trash and I was like well is this the So I feel like for me, it's definitely connection based, but also, um, you know, the the best relationships, in my opinion, are the ones that have a healthy mix of two. You can't having a relationship where they check all the other boxes, but not sex. If sex is something that is important to you, and I don't even mean it is top three, but if Uh it's on your list and she checks all the other boxes, but not the sex box, chances are you're going to cheat. Even if it's with somebody just to check the sex box. I feel what you're saying, but also I, I believe that you can, you can cheat someone. You, 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 someone could, you could cheat someone to, to get to a level. Maybe, now maybe if they don't quote unquote have the best, they may not get to that, that peak. Right. But you can, you can over time cheat someone. Like if someone is not great at, you know, oral per se, you can... You so, know. let me just go on record and say, and that's easy for a man to say, that you could teach a woman Absolutely. how to... I, I'm not even talking man, about... Bobby, guys, it's just different strokes for different folks. Or you got, you, you know, like, okay, let's, you know... There are some things you cannot teach. There's some things that you can't teach. <laughs> let's just be let's, clear. Let's just say without, we're not going to delve into it anyway, but <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've, always, I've always been baffled how, you know, guy A act high, guy B working with the same thing. And guy A is whack. It's like, right. bro, it's, 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 all you do is show, you literally go in and out. Whether you go right, left, that whatever. That's not. That's not. That's going like never, a true guy. I, 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 I don't want to be a fan, but I just never understand There's that a conversation. Lot. And, There's a lot. There's a lot of nuances <laughs> that we, you know, we have to delve into them right now. But no, there are a lot of yet. nuances <laughs> that make it trash or not. I, um, I, yeah, that, that baffles me, but, you know, it is what it is. So, before we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, two things. I have two questions for you. Uh-huh. Well, before I even get to the two questions, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> um, so, when it comes to, like, how... So, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been talking, you know, me and my peers, we've just been talking about, like, growth in the black community. Yeah. And I think that 
So, you know, I'm not going to open up Pandora's box, but I, I do, I'm a firm believer that, you know, the Bible was used in a way for us not to revolt, per se, you know? Okay. In, in slavery. And I, so, I say that to say, like, when it comes to talking about money, I think, you know, the black community, for the most part, is, you know, just accept. Accept what, you know. What you're getting. Yeah, I'm happy with what I got. Right. I'm happy to have a job. You know, I'm happy to make 40000 I'm happy to make 60000 I'm right. happy to make 100000 And I think that, you know, we need to change that conversation. And we don't need to be content. Because right now, it's like, you know, the thing, that, the, the, the it thing is making sense. If you make six figures, you you use... You, right, you, you go rob. Yeah, you go mm-hmm. But I say that's the beginning. You know okay. what I'm saying? So how do we go about changing that conversation? I think it's just about, you know, businesses like investments, whether it's stock, whether it's whatever, like, you know, we have to be able to say, look, six figures is nothing. And I mean, just to be honest, like, don't get me wrong, six figures is definitely a good amount of money that you're making, but when you pay all these bills and you look at your, you know, it's like... And you were left with $10,000 yeah. over You're like, here. yeah. <laughs> so the six figures sound good on paper, right. but... Keep going, keep pushing it. I think that we we need to start having that conversation. Where it's like, look, yeah, I made a hundred thousand, but it doesn't feel like I made anything. So yeah, I want to make two hundred. I want to make right. three hundred. And don't be shy. Don't be uncomfortable. And have friends that 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 want you to build and want you to and be like, look, how are we gonna take this hundred to two hundred thousand? Yeah. How are we gonna take this two hundred, three hundred thousand? So I just think that you know we as a people need to you know what I'm saying stop. You know, and I'm not you know, pick anybody per se, but I'm just yeah. saying that we, have to, we just have to be able to, to change their mindset and be like, look, man, how we make more money? Because that's how, that's how others think. You're like, okay, bet. <laughs> how do I make more money? Right. And we have to start having that conversation. Like, look, man, it's time to start making more money. We we, we want to be able to leave because it's a statistic that said um, blacks own less property now than they did you know, like in the Jim Crow era, right? Which is, it's sad. There's really no no way now. There are laws that's placed to make it more difficult right. for us. Let's be very clear. But at the same time, it's doable. You know. I agree. It's funny you say that because I did. Uh, I think episode. I don't know two maybe. Talked a lot about um, auditing your circle. So mm-hmm. like making sure you're around people that push you to be better, push you to grow challenge your way of thinking right so like have those conversations that are like um not necessarily not at all to criticize but to say yo you know this is the way you you think or this is the way you've always known but this is another way to think about that or to do that or to you know whatever that thing is um to grow the mindset to to grow just all sorts of things and so i definitely think that's important um I'm not sure the best way to go about starting those conversations, not with my friends, but mm-hmm. just to make it so that the generate there are generational things that are different. One thing that I realized probably about two or three weeks it was before Thanksgiving. I, my son was asking me something about credit mm-hmm. and it dawned on me that I had not had a real life um, conversation with them about credit, <coughs> like credit usage, what it is why you need it, 
how to how to make it work for you and not intentionally like I, I wasn't intentionally not talking to them but I don't remember my mom really talking to me you know and when you think about how often I remember when I first got to Central they would have people on campus signing yep. people up for twenty thousand dollar credit cards I know like crazy and they would just be like here sign it up and you know you didn't know and you in your mind you was like <laughs> 20 G's that my mama don't got to know about? <laughs> sign up right Let there. Let me sign up right now. I can pay this yeah. joint my refund check. Uh-huh. And they don't give you any credit counseling. They don't tell you, you know, what that does long term. They don't tell you, you know. And so it dawned on me in that moment when my son asked me, I was like, it's time for me to sit down and have a conversation with all three of them about credit worthiness, you know, generational finances. Um, but I feel like we... And, and maybe it's not just black people, but I definitely feel like, you know, black people don't have those conversations potentially because either they don't, they aren't educated enough in that area to be able to educate somebody else or be happy with what you got. Yeah, See, that's, 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 that's one of those. Well, that, but also the fact that they, nobody had it with them. It True. was kind of like, I learned on my own and nobody teach me about credit. You know what I'm saying? I don't fought this hard fight. And so I feel like other ethnicities and other races don't do it like that they'll teach you know their kids about money at five and six and seven years old mm-hmm. they got accounts open in their name they're teaching them about you know buying housing and buying property we don't really extend the olive branch to our kids and our you know the generations behind us the same way so i feel like you know that's the first area we got to figure out a way to fix is to figure out how to you know extend the olive branch those coming behind us so they don't have to fight the same battles we fought to get to the same place. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, I definitely agree with that. Um, okay, so two questions. One is, if tomorrow was your last, like if you were to get hit by a bus <coughs> tomorrow, what would you want your legacy to be? What would you want people to have remembered you by or remembered you for? That's a good question. I, I want someone to remember me for, I want to... I just want to be a good representative of the quote-unquote black man per se. Okay. You know, um, everybody's flawed. Nobody's perfect. But, you know, like, you know, when someone speaks about me, you know, in any content, you know, I don't want someone to say, you know, like, you quote-unquote shouldn't care what people think about you, but I don't want someone to say... He this F boy him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it didn't work out. Whether whether the situ whether, you know what I'm saying, the situation right. in a relationship it didn't work out or whatever, or whether it's a friend and you know, he's cool, but you know what I'm saying, you know, you grow apart. But I just don't want someone to talk to me in a demeaning manner, knowing that I was at fault. I was I was I came off as this, you know, um person that took advantage of situations or whatever. Like that's important to me. Like when it, it, it relationships, you know, businesses, friendship. I never want to take advantage of anybody. Um, I, I want to be, you know, respectful with every situation that I have. And, you know, sometimes, you know, unknowingly, you can be, quote-unquote, take advantage of a situation, you know. And, you know, but when you realize it, it's like, okay, let me chill, let me address this conversation. So I definitely want, you know, I, I, I want someone, I, you know, I want to be able to, to just leave a mark where it's like he represented you know, the, 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 the a black man well, per se. And that's something that, you know, it, it is important to me. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and the last question is, what is something, if there was anything, and it could be related to relationships or real estate or money, finances, that if you could, like, tell people and have them know, 
what would it be? <clears throat> like, is there something, a, a statement that you live by? Is there... Um, so, good question. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you two different answers. So, okay. the, with the conversation we had earlier, where when it comes to you, 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 you are a business owner, whatever business you want to do, um, we can use two examples. We can say you do hair, or we can say um, uh, you sell clothes, per se. Mm -hmm. Those two different businesses, there's always someone that's going to need their hair done. There's always someone that's going to want to buy clothes. <laughs> what you have to understand is regardless of what you do, people are going to do hair and people are going to buy clothes. So, all you need to do is let people know that you do hair or you buy clothes. Mm -hmm. And you let everybody know that. And I don't want to go as far as here, but I feel very confident in knowing that you will sell something. <laughs> right, to You will somebody. sell clothes or, you know, someone's, you, you do someone's hair. Because if someone's going to say, oh, you do hair? Bet, let me, let me get my hair done. Right. And that's how you go over time. So it's just consistency. Like, don't don't sit here and look at you know a phase in life like, oh, it's not. I'm gonna quit. Like, keep going, keep being consistent. As yell to the mountain top. What you don't have to come off as you know you necessarily try and sell. Just let people know what your business is. Always promote your business everywhere you go because there's always someone that's gonna buy something that you have to offer. Now it's it's not you know either they're gonna buy from you or they're gonna buy from someone else. You don't have to be this grandiose demeanor. You don't have to be fake about it. You don't have to say, I'm going to do it like this. You just have to just keep promoting your business and people will buy something from you. So I think that's very important. Um, what's, the other, what's the question? Can you I just said me? you had two answers. The question was, what would you want people to know? And <clears throat> another thing is, there's money out here. That's, mm -hmm. you know, when we, when we talk about the previous conversation, there's a lot of money. There's people that's making money, hands over for it. Whether, you know, I'm, I know I'm, I'm going all the way left with it, but whether it's OnlyFans. Whether, <laughs> you guys not all the way left. Listen, look, times is hard. Listen, and I done told man, my kids several times I'm about to start an OnlyFans. Listen, whether, yo, look straight ahead. I'm telling you, there's money out here. Like, yes, you, you'll have your morals, whatever, whatever, but don't be so close-minded and think that let's let's say a nice dollar figure let's say hundred thousand don't be so close-minded and think you made it hundred thousand you don't need to make anything else <laughs> like investments stocks um selling something you know do you know there's money out here always look for because if that's what everybody else is doing like <clears throat> people are too lazy to cut grass <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So right. they're happy to cut grass. Like, there's someone that's going to pay you to do something that they don't want to do. Right. That is a fact. That is, that's an absolute fact. That doesn't mean that you have to, come, you know, you don't have to come up with this scheme, man. Some people may just be okay with what they have, but just know that there's money out here to make if you want to make it. You just got to go get it. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate the conversation. It's been... Um, I did not flip your tree over, although I, I wanted to a few times. I might before I leave. <laughs> not yet. So I want to tell you how much I appreciate you. I will tag you and your information um, in the post. So if people want to buy a house, they know how to get at you. Absolutely. Um, Please do. And real estate information. 
And once I take care of all this long list of stuff you told me I had to do, um, <laughs> then I'll be ready to buy a house and we can embark on that journey. Yes, ma'am. All right, good stuff. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I can't wait to hear your feedback. But until then, be nice, be authentic, because, yeah, I'm listening.